Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Music and Beyond. I'm Ernie Crazy Eyes from Recall Productions. Uh, today I have a band from the wonderful state of California, The Last Days of War. How's it going, guys? What up, dude? What's going on? What's cracking, man? I'm glad to have you guys here, man. Uh, I've been I've been hanging out with with this guy for a long time. Mark Marcos is a Marcos is a homie. We used to kick it in Red Dead Redemption. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, but how are you guys doing? How's everything? We're doing good, man. We're doing good. We uh we get together every Monday to work on shit, so that's what we're doing today. And uh, just uh, got the podcast going with you today too. Oh yeah, man, and I appreciate you guys being here. Um, I like to start off every, every mostly every interview with with the band name because I'm a huge fan of you know band names and where the name comes from. So, where does the name "The Last Days of War" come from? I'm gonna pass that over to Rob for you. Oh fuck! Really? Okay. <laughs> uh, no, it was it was just a, a band name I was marinating on for a minute and. I was saving it for the right project and waiting for something to come along and this seemed to fit the bill and uh I feel like it it fits with what we're doing and where we're going and where we're heading with this whole project. Uh but here's awesome. Danny. Hey, so so let me add let me add something to that. This is Danny. Um for for me I feel like I feel like we're we're gonna wage a war, right? And yeah. I feel like, I feel like, you know, when it says the last days of war, it's like, you know, it's kind of at, it's at the point where it's like, it's really bad. It's really tough. It's, it, you know, it's coming to an end, but see, our war isn't a war with bombs and bullets. It's a, it's a war with ideas and words, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and that's, that's the war we're fighting. So that's kind of the gist of it for me anyways. I love that. That's awesome. And, you know, sometimes, if if I can give my perspective, um, the way I see it is the last days of war. Um, you know, maybe somebody's going through something and you know like the last days of war, maybe it'll get yeah. better. Yeah, and, it could be depression, it could be lots yeah, of things. It could be the it could be the war in your head. Like you said, it's not about bullets and guns, it's about you yeah, know, whatever your it's about whatever whatever your personal war life. is, yeah. Yeah, I, I honestly really, really like that. That's great. It could be even the war you're facing in the bathroom the next morning after work. Oh, my God. <laughs> in and out all day, son. <laughs> in and out. So whatever it is, it is truly in and out, you know? Oh, my God. Don't even get me started with in and out. I fucking love in and out burger. Yeah. Well, man, and, I'm gonna, and I'm going to say it here that in and out is better than water burger. Hey, hey, you know what? You know what? I've had both, and, you know, I'm... I'll eat either one, yeah. you know? But here's the difference. Here's the difference. Get in and out at 2 in the morning. Yeah. 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 Can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. I know. <laughs> Get in and out at 3 in the morning. Can't at do three. it. Yeah, 24-7? Uh, okay, they got us. They got us beat there. They got, they got us there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whataburger is open 24 hours a day, but I think the better burgers in and out. Oh, Holy crap, oh, now oh, we're... Yeah, for sure. Not the food interview. McDonald's is still staying in business, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's the real war we're fighting. Yeah. We're going against corporate McDonald's. Yeah, basically, whoever wants to sponsor us, we love that burger. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, here's a question since we're talking about food now. 
uh, let's say the last days of war just finished playing a gig, where are you guys going? For me, so long as it's around, we just had them. Roll them up taquitos. I don't know if they have it out there, but it's just a, it's a new taquito chain that's out here. And uh, it's fucking amazing. They literally only serve, like, taquitos. They can either get chicken, steak, or potato, and they just serve them fully loaded, man. And they're awesome. Danny? Uh, meal? Yeah, meal after a show. After a show? Here? <laughs> Again, we're, we're going straight to the bar after this. Like... Yeah, we're going to calm nerves and then wait till after the puke circle, and then we'll go figure out where we're going to eat after yeah. that. Here with some herbs on it. <laughs> with some herbs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that California dreaming, huh? Yep. And uh, where, does the, where does the inspiration of the sound for the band come from? Uh, weed. Weed, lots of weed. <laughs> uh, no. Um it it comes from a lot of the genres and styles we grew up with and are bringing to the table now that I feel like a lot of music lacks. Uh, I feel like a lot of the sound, the mainstream sound went back 20, 30 years and really just skipped right over genres and sorry, uh, genres of music and, and sounds that were really underappreciated and not really taking full advantage of. I mean, we had a taste with, like, Linkin Park and Disturbed, and now they're going just doing their own thing or, or making their own sounds now acoustic, and and it's like someone's still got to continue on those sounds and that vibe, you know? What about you, Danny? Uh, for, for me, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm a guy. I was all over the place. I always have been musically... Uh, so when I was when I was young, I started listening to first one of the first kind of metal bands I started listening to was Sepultura, and uh, you know it just kind of grew from there. I was big into Metallica and Pantera, and then you know as as music uh, and metal kept going on, I just kind of kept going. I mean, I've always been into like Deftones and Corn and Linkin Park, but then um, on the other hand, I've been Sepultura and you know bands like Periphery, and uh, so. I have a pretty big, uh, wide array of music, and uh, I think I think you're going to see that as we release songs that uh, we, we're going to bring in lots of different elements. And I think one thing is is that I think it's all always going to be heavy and pretty intense, you know. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, and what I noticed, uh, um, I noticed that from listening to the earlier stuff that you guys released, from from that, and then listening to the newer stuff that you guys have released. And it kind of seemed that it just progressively just started getting heavier and yeah. a, and a little bit more wild, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, I I think what happened is we just we slowly grew into who we are. We're slowly growing into what it is. The last days of war represents musically, um, like when you know when we were releasing songs. Yeah, that was it was obviously it was still us and it was still all our ideas and stuff. But we were still in the process of like, well, which way are we going to steer the ship, you know? And, uh, and, and sometimes it's still like that, you know, but I, but I also love the fact that there's three minds here. Wait, we're on a ship. We're on a ship. <laughs> we're, a... <laughs> we're uh, I love that there's three minds with three different ways of thinking, but at the same time, we're always on the same page. And, uh, like myself, I actually didn't grow up listening to metal. I was an R and B singer for many years in high school I was in, you know, show choirs and choir and stuff like that. And I grew up 
driving with my dad, listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire, Marvin Gaye, you know, all that stuff. And I think that I incorporate that R&B style into our music with uh, the melodies that I write for our choruses. Yeah, I, I could totally, I could totally feel that when I listen to the music. And um, I think a little a while back when we were on TikTok, you had did you did mention that. So thanks for bringing that up. Um, because that's kind of crazy that you went from, you know, listening to R&B and, you know, choir and all that stuff to just being, you know, a heavy metal vocalist. And, you know, that's, that's beautiful, man. And, you know, who would have known? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I've told this story to the guys before, but like, it was Corn Follow the Leader album that changed my world in the middle because my uncle randomly one year decided to give me a CD for Christmas, never gave me a gift before that, and never again after. Just that one year, he gave me he gave me he gave me a CD. He was like, "Here, take this," and I was like, "Cool, thanks." And just hearing Follow the Leader for the first time, just I was just like, "What is this?" And it just opened up a whole new gate of music for me. That's crazy, man. First, yeah, the first 12 tracks are my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, with me, uh, like I saw, have you guys seen the movie Almost Famous? Yes. Well, in that, in the... When the <laughs> <laughs> in that movie, when the when the sister gives gives the records to 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 the to the brother, it's like, this is all you need to hear. And then, you know, that kind of inspired him. Yeah. Uh, when I watched that movie the first time, I thought to myself, I need to do this. How do I do this? Somebody help me. And here I am. <laughs> nice. Give me Clutch. Give me Clutch albums. Clutch. I don't think I've heard them, but I need to, I need to check, oh, them, check out. them out. Dude. They're dope. Yeah, they're I, dope. I've been listening to a lot of new metal because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go see Cold in April. Nice. Oh, no. Wear a mask. Oh no! <laughs> Son of a bitch. You, you might want to keep six feet away from him at least. You know, kind of cold. Oh, feet are, but <laughs> oh, that's great. And uh, what's the writing process for you guys? Um, it's a little different with all of us. Well, when it comes to like musically, normally Danny's normally the one putting stuff together. He's always writing. The guys, the guys, just and. A uh, fucking beautiful mind when it comes to writing music. He's constantly working. He's constantly making something new. And then he, we, uh, we all have like access to like our Dropbox, and he'll be like, "Hey, I just dropped something new. Check it out." And uh, and then we get together, and I fuck it up. <laughs> usually, usually, it's just like that's great. Delete it, and then uh, we go from there. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, man. So uh, as far as like uh, lyrically type of stuff is like when we do stuff the way i usually write is when i listen to whatever danny sends i wait for something to jump out at me and the second something jumps out at me i normally work from the chorus backwards i'm always the uh the, eat the butt first kind of guy. i'm gonna eat the butt first kind of guy <laughs> oh, no. uh, but uh hey man it's it's 2023 guys eat the butt doug you know what i'm saying like <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm losing my train of thought here. Like, 
Yeah, so I usually write from like the chorus backwards and uh, getting that hook first. Um, I have a cousin of mine who's also in the music industry. He, he plays drums for uh, Stabbing Westward. And uh, he, uh, when I first started writing music, he was my go-to guy. He, I was always like, hey, check this out, whatever. And one thing I learned from him is you got to have that hook, dude. Let, get that hook and then work backwards. And so that's the way I tend to do it. What about you, Rob? Uh I tend to just hear songs that catch my ear. Uh, like, I'll know Mark's going to sing over something, but if something's a little bit more upbeat and up my alley, I'll just lay down all over it, and they're just blow Mark's mind with how many words you can fit into a fucking phrasing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, we got We got a new one coming up that Mark is just like, how the fuck are you saying all that? Shit. It always impresses me. The guy, the guy's really good at at be, just being really wordy, but making it fit and uh, just fucking tearing it up, man. He's Rob's got. He's definitely. We're definitely like the yin and the yang when it comes to like aggression and and like the melody. The you know. Yeah, we're definitely we're definitely finding that zone that we mesh together and blend. Uh, I think when we started out, we were trying to just find that groove, and then we quickly found it, and it's just taken off and going all sorts of places now with it. So, and another thing that's great about us is is our dynamic of hey, it's never been like well, you're singing more in that song than I am, or I'm singing more in that song than you are. It's always been well, what does this song need? If this song just needs me to sing the chorus, then I'm just going to sing the chorus. If we feel, you know, there's probably going to come a time where it's just, there's going to be a, a fucking all Rob song and an all, you know, or an all Mark song. And when we play them live, it'll be cool because when I get to do the all Mark song, guess what? Rob gets to go off really quick and grab a beer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Danny doing his thing and, and just, we may even do an instrumental album, you know, who knows? And Dan, Danny's, you know, he doesn't give himself enough credit when it comes to vocals as well. He's a great singer as well. He does a lot of uh, the harmonies and the backgrounds in our songs. And uh, and he's got a great mind for just for those those harmonies. Like, he'll be like, but what if I did this here? And, and then I hear a chorus that I already love, and he throws in a little melody. Uh, he throws in a harmony in the background, and I'm just like, fuck, dude, that's this one I thought it couldn't get any better. There it is, you know? So yeah. <laughs> That's that's great, and uh, you know the way that you guys talk uh, right now brings in, you know, brings in the next question. Because how long have you guys known each other? Because it feels, it feels to me, it feels like you guys have known each other forever, and you know the brotherhood is super strong. And I don't know, I I, I totally feel the brotherhood. So I'll answer this question first because I've known them the least amount of time, but um, I've known Rob since at least 2009. Uh, we were in the other projects uh, separately, and we used to play. Uh, we used to play all around, uh, like Rancho Cucamonga and everything like that, and the same shows, you know. Yeah. And so, uh, just going there, and we used to always play at a, uh, at a bar called Goodfellas in Rancho Cucamonga, and. Uh, that's always been like the hangout spot and Rob just became a really good friend of mine through there. And then I met Danny through my previous project 
and uh, it didn't work out there. We were Danny was actually trying out for that band. It didn't work out. And then I was like, dude, I want to work with this guy. So when I got the opportunity, uh, instantly, like I've known Danny the least amount of time, and uh, but I can I can't say that I you know like that it doesn't mean anything. It's like I consider him as much a brother as I do Rob. So I just I feel like we click in that way, and I think that that's the reason why it's as good as it is. Rob, um, Rob and I met in the late 1900s. You <laughs> <laughs> can no. actually say something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, but <laughs> it's 99. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. Y'all met each other at the gold rush or what? <laughs> <laughs> we rushed down to California. We rushed down to Hills was filled with gold. There I met Danny. He was panhandling outside the river. It was weird. I was like, why don't you just put that pan in the river and pan for gold yourself? Uh, no, he'd rather beg for it. So then we started writing begging music, and that's how the band started. Oh, no. All right, Danny, you want to give him the real deal later? <laughs> uh, I, I, believe, I believe the first time we met, it was at a guitar center. Or was it Citrus College? Because we went, we had some classes together. Unofficially, Guitar Center. Big Guitar Center. This this guy, he was real tall, and he just looked like a lead singer. And I remember me and a buddy of mine going like, "Hey, we should talk to this guy." And we talked to him, and it was like, "Yeah, he actually sings." And then we joined a band, and we did that for a number of years, and then split ways, and and we both did a few other projects, and. Uh, we're, uh, we're back to doing it again, so here we are. And when this project started, it originally started with uh, Danny and I, and he was like, how do you feel about bringing in a second singer? And I was like, oh, I oh, think that's how it's going to go. Sorry. And, uh, <laughs> My train of thought. I was like, no, wait, no, this is a different yeah. project. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last yeah. days of war started. Yeah, so, when the la- yeah, so before it was officially the last days of war, Danny and I had started this, this, this project, and uh, – he was like, how do you feel about bringing in a second vocalist, like a screamer type deal thing? And I go, dude, I would love that. I've always wanted to be in a band that way. And uh, he goes, yeah, I know a guy. His name's Rob. And I was like, big one? And he goes, yeah. I was like, absolutely. I was like, I, I, like it was, I feel like it was just meant to be, like the fact that we all knew each other already. So. Yeah, and I guess that's why it works. And um, whenever I see you guys like on TikTok and stuff, um, like, I don't know, I I just see things that are kind of invisible to the naked eye, I guess. Uh, like, like what the what the way that you guys interact with each other and stuff. I'm glad that comes across. I really, I really am glad that it comes across. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's just it's all I can say is that it's natural. It's always been that way between the three of us. Uh, we're we're in a band, but I would say we're we're friends first. You know. So. Yeah, yeah, and you and you totally, and you can totally feel that like when you guys make videos or, or just hang out or whatever. But, but that's awesome, man. And, um, I'm really excited for you guys. Cause you know, um, uh, I feel like you guys are going to be together for 10,000 years, like guns and roses and stuff. Futurama. 10,000 years. 10,000 years. In a world, <laughs> except, except Rob's uh, jar is just filled with smoke. There's no liquid in it. <laughs> <laughs> the 
some marijuana for you. He just like, looks like baby group with a weed plant. <laughs> His soul left his body when he dies and he went into a marijuana plant. Marijuana <laughs> uh, Who would you guys like to tour with? Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin? <laughs> oh, God. For, yeah. me, for, for me, uh, number one on my list would be Slipknot. I would really love to play with them. Uh, you know, um, Spirit Box, they're fantastic. I would love to get on board them. Like, I, the list can go on, but I would say those two for me, first of all. Any? Yeah, I think uh, uh, Slipknot, uh, Motionless and White would be a band I'd love to tour with. What do you think? Uh, me, Nine Inch Nails. Oh, sorry, this is Rob. Uh, for <laughs> me, number one, Nine Inch Nails. Uh, uh, I would say Rob Zombie, but I'd prefer White Zombie. Yeah. We're going to make them get back together. Are they still a band? No, right? Yeah, I don't think so. No, we're getting them back together. You heard it here first, folks. No, <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You have to present it as a question, or else it's not. That's true. Didn't Rob Zombie Zombie just announce the other day that some somebody big from the band a while, a long time ago, is coming back? You see it there? I, I read an article. That, that may or may not have happened, folks. We're not sure. So <laughs> we'll go on. Go ahead. <laughs> And uh, when can we hear new music? Uh, we're wrapping up a new song, hopefully today, and sending it out to Mix and Master, and if all goes well, in like two to three weeks, we'll get another new single. The song's called Remain Untamed. Nice, nice. I can't wait. Um, and right now, uh, I want to go and talk about a couple of songs that kind of spoke out to me. Um uh, can you tell me a little bit about Y-O-U? Oh, okay. Y-O-U. Y-O-U was an idea of mine that I had uh, watching the show You on Netflix, um, which is why. Uh, originally, I was just calling the song You, and then Rob had a great idea. He's like, let's do a play on words and call it Y-O-U. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude, let's do that. But honestly, um, we wrote that song and released it to, we really want to get that song on the show, man. That song, that show's still going. I think that's, I think it would fit. Even if they just played it in the end credits for one episode or some shit, I think it'd be awesome. Like, so for those of you listening and you see us on TikTok, tag, tag, tag them all. It's Penn, I forget his last name. The actor, huh? Bagley. Yeah. And, uh, you know, tag Netflix and let them know that you want to hear us on that show. I mean, the power of the internet, guys, uh, it's happened. There's a band called Oakley Doakley that's all dudes dressed like Ned Flanders. That's like a screamo band. And they put their song in an episode of The Simpsons. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's called, yeah, that, that, yeah, that song's called wine, uh, White Wine Spritzer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. And uh, I have a question about uh, Control. Uh, is that Rob talking in the beginning, in the intro? Yeah. Yes. Okay, because yeah. I, was, I was like, man, like, I feel like this guy's going to come and, I don't know, like, freaking stab me or something, yeah. but I'm going to continue yeah. listening to him. So, um, yeah, talking, I don't know what we were going for. Yeah, well, you got the point. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about that song? 
Uh, it's written from two different perspectives, to be honest. Yeah, like that one, we kind of, I was like, what are, what are you singing about? And then I took that and I wrote my little part where how we kind of planned it out. And then he has his part and we kind of just merged them together. And, and that's how we kind of wrote that song. Yeah, that song is, it's literally two different stories being told. Uh, when he asked me what it is that I was writing about, um, obviously I was just writing about a person in my life that was very egotistical and, and just always thought he was in control, you know? And, uh, so when it cuts into my parts, it's literally like two different stories being told. I'm, I'm telling my story, Rob's telling his story. And I think we did a great job of it sounding like we're singing about the same story, you know? Yeah, that's that's fucking great. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go back and and check that out because I didn't know that that's what was going on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can you can hear where Rob's coming from, especially in that breakdown, man. The lyrics are there. Read those lyrics; they're fucking powerful, man. Those some powerful ass lyrics, and uh, honestly, just you know, knowing the background of the story and stuff like that, you know, it's all personal stuff, and we don't really like to get too much into it. Uh, what we like to do is put our heart on, put our heart out there in the music, and then wh- why do you relate to it? You know what I'm saying? What why why do you keep playing this song on repeat when you hear Control? What do these lyrics mean to you? And I try to write that way all the time, to where I'm writing about a specific thing, but also keeping it a little bit open so that people can hopefully gravitate towards that song for whatever it is they're going through. You know? Yeah, definitely, and that, that's that's freaking beautiful, man. Um, I'm gonna definitely check that out later on tonight when when I'm at my friend's house. Um, and the last one, uh, the last song that I want to talk about is is the one that you guys just released a, a few weeks ago. Terrible lie, man. I I went back and I listened to the Nine Inch Nails version before I heard y'all's version, and holy fuck, I don't know. You guys perfected it. Thank you guys, you. That's a compliment. You you guys Johnny Cash that song. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh as far as uh, why we picked it and stuff, I guess Rob could answer that for you because it was. Oh, no, was Danny's idea? Was it your idea? Yeah. Okay. Well, why was it? Why did you pick that song? I always love Nine Inch Nails, and you know, I, there's there's times whenever, whenever I'm looking at you know writing writing material, doing our original stuff. I mean, that's that's one thing. There's, there's, for every song we release, there's probably five sitting in a folder that hasn't been touched, you know? So sometimes you just, you, you gravitate towards something about a song or emotion that it's putting out there. And, uh, Terrible Lie is, is a song that just kind of, I felt like, I felt like I could come in and fill in the gaps, you know? And not, not saying that there were, were necessarily like flaws, but like, there was there was room in that song to take it in a different direction, and that's what I I just felt compelled to do it, you know. And and lyrically, that song just kind of fit with uh, the whole what the last days of war represents as well, too. So, and I think we do a really good job of picking covers, and not just not just doing a cover to where it sounds the same, you know. We want we want people to know that it's the last days of war doing it, and the fact that people really really loved this release honestly it just it just makes us want to pop out more honestly and uh it's a great feeling and it got so much love uh online from everybody people telling me that it was you know better than the original and stuff like that and that 
to me, that's, you know, that's, it, it takes me back. Like it's kind of surreal to hear people say that about something we did to somebody else's art, you know, and all we did was paint it with broader, with a broader stroke and try to give our flavor uh, on top of it. So. Yeah. And uh, honestly, whenever, whenever you guys um, release TikToks with terrible lie um, in the background or just music from you guys, uh, it, it, it's just like whenever Dusty Grant posts videos too, I can't skip the video until I finish, you know, watching it all because they're such amazing songs and I just have to listen to them even though I've already heard that song or whatever. Like you guys, I don't know, you guys make so much, so much music that I can appreciate. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's fucking great discovering fans like you guys. Thank you. Let me, let me ask you a question real quick. What's your least favorite of our songs? Uh, let's see. That's tough question. Yeah, that's going to be a tough question. Well, I mean, like, let's say, let's say you just have our songs on shuffle. Which one are you skipping? Um, maybe, maybe fractions. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Why, why, why is that? Fuck, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You know, like a Portuguese. It's, I, I felt, I felt, I felt that fractions was, Still in the discover mode of what the last days of war is going to be. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, other definitely, uh, definitely a transitional after, period. Yeah, yeah, and and then after that, you guys just got heavier and heavier and heavier, and I was just like, all right, cool, let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact about fractions is it wasn't even going to be a last days of war song. Danny, Danny was. What were you doing with it? It was I. I wrote the song. I was in a uh, songwriting uh, like master class with uh, it was uh, Ryan Tedder. He's a guy in One Republic, and he's he's written a bunch of stuff out there for like Jonas Brothers and Beyonce and all stuff. So I took this master class, and uh, it's I wrote three songs in the class, and that song. Uh, showed to the guys, and we turned it into a Last Days of War song. And well, from, what, what from, from what I remember is there was a, uh, an assignment that you had to work with somebody else, and you asked me to. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you asked, you, asked, you asked me to, and I originally Fractions just had me on it, and then Rob heard it, and he was like, well, let's fucking turn this into a Last Days of War song. Yeah. So, yeah. That's great. And, I mean, it's, it's a great song. I'm still going to listen to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but it's. I just feel Gip. like. <laughs> Gip, yeah. Alexa, next. <laughs> and then Spotify hits you with the. Uh, Sorry, you use your last gift. Yeah. No, that's when the Wi-Fi cuts out and the song keeps fucking playing, but now it's at volume <laughs> ten, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Alexa, <laughs> oh, no. start laughing at you while the song's still playing in the background. You're like, "Fuck you, man." <laughs> oh, that's great. And uh what would you guys like to tell your fans right now? We have fans? Yeah, we have, we do. Uh and it's amazing that we do because we haven't we haven't touched the stage yet. We decided to uh 
to go about this a different way, we decided to use the power of social media to get our music out there. And TikTok has been absolutely fantastic for us, man. Like, I I I tend to go live every morning just to talk to people, you know, just to have them get to know us. I feel like if I can get somebody to to get to know me personally, they're more likely to listen to our music, right? And um, pe- people like to connect with the musicians that they listen to. And uh, so, you know, I'll go on there and there'll be people from, you know, hey, what's up from Germany? You love your music. Hey, from Canada, I love your music. We have people, literally people stream us all over the world right now, and we haven't touched the stage. And what's cool about it is every time we go live, everyone's always asking, when are you coming to our town? Yeah. And the answer to that is, is soon. We plan to do it. So, Danny? What was the question? Uh, what do you want to say to the fans? Oh, fans. To the people. The people uh, want to know. I just want to say thank you. Uh, thanks for the support. Um, you know, we're trying to build and grow. And uh, I, I just, I got to ask you to just follow, share, like, save, repost, retweet, whatever it is. I mean, um, you know, that's, it's kind of the, you know, I always, I, I've always kind of done that is, is when I find a band that I like, I, I support them. And, and I found, uh, you know, lots of local bands that I follow and I watch and I support. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of a hard thing to get going and uh, it takes a long time. Like, I mean, before we even released the song, I was, I was, you know, uh, probably two years into working on this. So, um, it's taken a long, lot of work, a long time. And, uh, you know, I appreciate everybody that's listening and following and, and, you know, spread the love, you know. TikTok has a great music community, and I feel like we are the hometown TikTok band that people are finding right now, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. TikTok, TikTok, you know, trying to get them to, you know, whatever. What do they do? They sponsor people? They sponsor, they sponsor us, you know. Rob, go ahead. Put this way for me. Uh. <laughs> I I just want to say this. When we get 5,000 TikTok followers, that's when you will see Danny doing his morning routine and showing how he goes about his day uh, before the writing process. Uh, but once we hit 10,000 followers, that's when my ass has to sign up for TikTok and I have to do this shit. So, uh, We're close to 4,000. Yeah. Danny's a little scared. Uh, he's a little nervous because you were about to break that 5,000, but me, I'm, I'm smooth sailing for about the next year or so. Unless y'all start doing work and start adding people to our TikTok, then I'm fucked real quick, but. I'm going to go create 8,000 fake TikTok accounts just to get you on. <laughs> you won't do it. No, you won't do it. You'll get to about 27 and stop. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and one last thing I, I just want to say is thank you. Seriously, thank you guys all for the support. The fact that you guys are buying our merch and you know and taking the time to 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 share our stuff and making TikTok videos with we've had some really cool TikTok videos made with our music and that's awesome. Can I can I say some uh, music music videos? Yes, they're going to be coming. Music videos are coming, guys. We're we're in the process of brainstorming all that and. Yeah, we got we got a lot of shit coming. We uh, we've been around on the on the uh, streaming services for about a year now, and uh, we're just getting started. So yeah, and um, I like to end every every conversation with with this question. Um, 
if you well, I'll see you again. <laughs> <laughs> if if you guys were stuck in an elevator with any musician, dead or alive, who would it be, and what would you talk about? Uh, it would be Chris Cornell for me, and I would just pick his brain about everything: music, songs. I'd be like, living, live. No, he said living or dead. If you could bring back somebody, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it would be Chris Cornell. Um, very few celebrity deaths have hit me really hard, and he was one of them. The other one was Robin Williams. But, uh, yeah, it would be Chris Cornell for me. Okay? Hey, Toby. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, I, well, I mean, the dog or? No, <laughs> oh, no, the dog. Come on. <laughs> Dude, shreds. Come on. <laughs> Elaborate on that, Danny. Why? Why, why Beethoven? Yeah. I mean, if you were going to sit around and play music with one person, I mean, holy shit, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, the obvious Trent Reznor or uh, Snoop Dogg. Oh. I mean... Who wouldn't, who wouldn't want to be trapped in an elevator with Snoop Dogg? <laughs> oh, we already know. We got a little box. We got to just make it hot. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hopefully his bro- his blunt rollers there too, so he can help out. Oh no, it'd be a party in a box. <laughs> I, I I think he plays it. He pays his blunt roller like two hundred fifty thousand or somewhere somewhere around that area. Oh, I want a little rock and roller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and uh, where can we find you guys social media-wise? Uh, we're available on all social media platforms, man. Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Maybe avoid the Twitter one. I, I tend to get a little uh, sign in and go crazy on that one. So maybe avoid the Twitter one. <laughs> But but TikTok. If you want if you want Rob top box hot takes at uh, two in the morning, hit Twitter. Uh, but yeah, and also I would like to say, give us a follow on all of them, man. Uh, we have close to four thousand followers on TikTok, but our other ones are still kind of struggling to grow, and I think that's just because of the algorithm and the way things work. But uh, yeah, I mean we're slowly building the other platforms, but they're all there, and we'll have a dot uh, com coming pretty soon as well too. Yeah, and I want to thank you guys so much for for taking some time out today. And you know, this was a fun fun conversation. And you know, I really hope I make it to California one day and see you guys perform because you guys kill it, man. Well, you know um, what? We'll uh, we'll try to make it out to you at some point. That's what's there, yeah. there you go. Hell yeah! We definitely want to see us perform too. <laughs> of course. And I want I want my beer to touch your beer, Rob. Uh, well, yeah, you know, in some states that's you know that that's admissible, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know, if you if you do that kind of thing in California, it kind of means something different. So uh, I'm just I'm just I'm just busting your balls. Uh, uh, when I when I went to go when I was hanging out with John Redcorn, he he was like, here, let let let's touch our beards together. And he did that. I'm like, I feel so weird right now. (laughs) Weird beard touch. (laughs) Oh man. But 
Thank you guys so much. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And remember, they're without music. Life would be a mistake. <laughs>